Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Well, Brad, um, I must admit that last week when you guessed when Illuminations would be ending, uh, you were completely right. Oh, let's see. Um, <laughs> when when was Epcot opened? When did Illuminations like? Yeah. I it's it's not like I just pulled some random dates out of the air, and it's not like I was anywhere near the first person to come up with that. You know, a, a lot of that was just reading stuff and being like, yeah, yeah, that person's right. That does make sense. So. <sighs> September 30th which yay we have a close yay we have an ending date oh man we have an ending date it's yeah. kind of it's kind of like I have been so back and forth over the last couple of days like listening to pre-show music and things and just it's 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 a long hundred and you know 30 some odd days Till till that's actually going to happen now for me to to be on this roller coaster ride. I hope I I imagine though it should even out a bit, you know, because I felt that way when I first heard that. Yeah, it's definitely getting replaced now, and then I got over it, and now it's just a little bit more realer, and so then I should be okay till I actually have to deal with it because it's actually been replaced. I at least right. that's so I'm choosing to believe that it's going to go down anyway. And so you do have a trip planned. I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. So basically what they did the, the live stream thing. And, uh, I actually did skip that because Nancy and I went to go, go watch a movie. If you get a babysitter, I'm sorry, but I'm taking advantage of that babysitter and mm-hmm. doing something with my wife, just the two of us, um, which, you know, I guess we could have, uh, huddled around the computer, you know, turned the live stream on the TV, but no, we wanted to go out and do something anyway, but get out of the movie. And what actually you texted me and said, Hey, they, <laughs> they did announce that. And as soon as I got home, went ahead and just booked, you know, said, Hey, Nancy, this is happening. She's like, yep, go ahead, book it. So we booked the hotel room that is taken care of. And yeah, all the rest, all the rest of it's still TBD, but, but yeah, I, we will be there. We will be there for the last night of illuminations on the 30th and the first night of Epcot forever on uh, October 1st. So so that's one thing that uh, I didn't think uh, that it would be zero downtime. Yeah. It's just September 30th, Illuminations is over, October 1st, here's a new show. Like, Yeah, I saw, you know, because we, t- we talked about the rumors that there was going to be a week of downtime or something, and I feel like to both of us, that kind of made sense because they were going to need some time to... I. Well, I was like, is a week enough? Right. Yeah, you know, we yeah, were to, we were saying like when Star Wars opens, they could you know do a week or two, and it probably wouldn't make much of a difference. But try zero zero weeks and zero days. But I think as part of this, you know, we're we we've been given the the sneak peek of Epcot Forever, um, which you know that sneak peek video is interesting. Like I'm excited to see it, but at the same time, it's like here's a jet ski, here's some kites. With some with some lights before behind them, and while I'm really pumped about all those things, there is another part of me that goes, "It's a jet ski, a kite, and some light and music." <laughs> which, dude, can I tell you how excited? 
Oh, and and I hope that I am not. I could definitely be setting myself up to to be disappointed, right? But happily ever after, the music is available for that, right? Mm-hmm. And when Pandora opened, music was available for that, right? Right. So Epcot Forever, the music should be available for that when Epcot Forever opens. That's what I'm, or shortly after it opens. So I'm choosing to believe that I'm going to be able to get high quality studio show audio that, you know, I won't have to uh, either find an out of print CD or, you know, scour the nether regions of the internet or, you know, settle for whatever I can find on YouTube to get because I am, you know, to, to hear a bunch of stuff that's even, even stuff that predates me. Like I never saw kitchen cabaret in person. I've seen videos of kitchen cabaret or of horizons or, you know, some of the stuff that's going to be celebrated here. Like even though, even if I didn't get to see it in person, I'm excited to have music celebrating Epcot because I love Epcot. So uh, I'm hoping, I'm hoping against hope that that'll happen. But all of that to say, based on the the videos that we've seen, they're already, you know, they're moving full steam ahead on getting the testing done. Uh, and I'm guessing it's just going to be a lot of what reuse of things. That's going to allow them it's to, gotta be. to turn, this, turn this around the way that they're doing. I mean, unless they're adding infrastructure daily, you know, like running up to it, if they're out there adding things during the day and then uh, which, running, which you admittedly know, they have at been, night. They have been doing, but, sure. but most of that infrastructure, at, at least as far as we know, is actually for show TBD when Epcot Forever ends a year, you know, what? I think right now the the rumor is a year later, which isn't that kind of funny, like to name a show Epcot forever. And then from the get go, say this is a temp. This is a temporary forever. It's a it's a kind of forever. Well, Epcot a little bit doesn't really uh, roll off the tongue quite as well. What what should it be named then? What's a what's a can you can you market it up for us, Jeremy? Epcot sure is good. (laughs) <laughs> epcot remember when epcot is some old stuff you know you know what i'm really you know what i'm learning right now there's a reason why nobody's hiring us forever forever it's maybe a pretty good name right exactly it's not so easy is it no uh, how about just epcot exclamation point that would be awesome like jeopardy epcot kablam Maybe Kaboom. and maybe the logo could have like the you know the the pink and green and yellow geodesic shapes, you know very the very nineties retro feel to it. And maybe maybe Epcot could be written in the Save by the Bell font. This became a very frightening and disturbing thing. Maybe uh, going a little bit far, Brad. Maybe reel it in. Maybe, but yes, uh, Epcot is ending. We now know. We now know when. We now know when the new thing is starting. I have my trip planned. I am staying at All Star Music currently. I, I am fully planning. I am constantly watching and hoping that something like I don't think anything's going to come up that's going to offer me any better pricing than what I've already got. Right? Because actually, I've already seen some of the hotel prices creeping up for the you know for because I think we're supposed to get there on the twenty eighth, leaving on the. If I recall correctly, and you know, I I've been checking that because 
I would much, much, much rather stay at Pop, but Pop was a couple of hundred dollars more, and I'd also much, much, much rather, you know, eat at Le Cellier for lunch one day or something. Right. And so, as much as I want to stay at Pop and have access to the uh, Skyliner and all that sort oh, of thing. Oh, man. You're going to be the first one to use all that stuff. I am. I am. I'm totally going to just like slide in right before you and be like, ha ha, Jeremy. Dang, man. Once again, I popped the dog. Because I, I hate to tell you this, but you know, even though there is some part of me that says, you know, it'd be nice to let Jeremy do that first. I'm not. The only way that's going to happen is if the Skyliner, for whatever reason, isn't running while I'm there because. Yeah. I'm no. not skipping it just because you haven't done it yet. I definitely would not either. So <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so for right now, All Star All Star Music. Uh, did you did you know the the beds are different sizes? No, I didn't. Between All Stars and Pop. All Stars has full beds, I believe. And Pop has Queen, you know, uh what, Queen bed and Queen what what do they call that? The table bed or whatever? Because you know now, because after the after the refurb, they have the the fold down, or no, actually yeah. it's double, two double beds at the All Stars and two queen size at Pop, but the rooms are also the same size. So you get a little more space in with the double beds, but less guess, sleeping space. Guess what? I want all the sleeping space I can get. I really right. don't. I really don't care that much about room space. That's- that's what I asked my, you know, our travel agent whenever we were booking our trip, you know, and make sure, you know, we want to make sure we get a king bed at Pop. And she said, you can't request that at Pop. You yes, have you to can. like, you have to ask them right before you go. Um, It's not, uh, well, yeah, like. Yeah. yeah, you can't, you can't put in a request for it, but you can, because I've, uh, we've gotten one before, but like you had, we, I called the front desk, the day before check-in or maybe that was the day of check-in and they put a note down and you know we're able to accommodate based on that though if i recall correctly the kings the the room that we got was actually like a handicap accessible which i mean there there was nothing wrong with that but just so you know the bed was lower and the shower didn't have a lip for you know so it's like like all wheelchair accessible basically mm. So, but you get a, you, you do get a king bed out of the deal. So, and, and I'm, I'm certain that's based on availability. So it's a, it's a flip of the coin, whether or not you're going to get it. Yeah. And it's not the end of the world, I guess, but a king bed would be nice. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. We'll definitely ask for it. Yeah. But meanwhile, meanwhile, I'm like, "Mm." you know, they, they, they offer king beds at, uh, what at all-star music as well. Uh, and I'm like, nope, can't have one of those because we've got four people going on this trip between me, my wife, uh, our daughter, because, yep, we're going to be those <laughs> who is not going to the parks. with. No, I am not backing down off of my, I'm not taking a, a young child to Disney. You know, that's, I have not suddenly changed my mind on that. Uh, I just have a child who is so young that she can't be away from mom and dad, especially mom. Uh, for a week and so she's gonna have to come with us so then you know add to that my mother who's actually gonna go with us not so that she can go to the parks but so that she can be our babysitter which i am which i'm I, sure she is happy to do oh she is she is and i'm extremely thankful that that we have that uh as an as an option and you know there was some part of me that went oh, we're gonna be there for a week it sure would be easier if we just had two rooms 
And then I would remind, because, you know, somehow I, I had that Disney amnesia, that Disneysia, that allows you to forget just how expensive everything is at Disney. <laughs> and, and I put my first room in my cart and I said, yep, we're all going to stay in the same room and we're all going to be happy about it because <laughs> ain't no way I'm paying for two of these. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, it, we'd be, you know, I, I'd be getting the the Prime Now or, you know, the, the green grocer or whatever, be dropping off a couple of loaves of whatever the, you know, Publix brand bread, Publix brand uh, peanut butter and Publix brand jelly. And there is breakfast, lunch, all week. Yeah, yeah buddy. Maybe, you <laughs> know what? I might, I might spring for a little, uh, a little tuna fish or something, but... Ain't gonna be ain't gonna be much more than that. So yeah. Yeah. We're we're all gonna we're we're gonna make it work though. And uh, now now I just have to wait 138 days or 137 days or wherever it is right now. It's still 130 something days. Not that I'm counting or anything. We all know you are, Brad. You don't have to pretend. Our next topic uh is not what we would normally cover because it doesn't really have to, anything to do with uh parks, but um, it is a pretty important thing for Disney fans because Disney uh, today, April 11th, was Investor Day, and they did a three-hour-long uh, keynote where they went over everything that was going to be in Disney Plus, is, which is, is their is their Investor uh, Day kind of service. like Dapper Day, except yes. everybody dresses up like the Monopoly man <laughs> and. and- walks through the parks with their with their monocle in <laughs> and they're and they're and they're like uh what fuzzy cane because you know if if you if you don't have a if you don't actually need your cane you're probably not allowed to bring one in but you can you can have a, a cane like object so what what it what it felt like was a shareholder meeting uh or a shareholder presentation that somebody forgot to tell them hey make this entertaining because we're going to stream it for everybody well, but um, they're, they're, surely they were streaming it because not every shareholder is going to be able to make it to the meeting, right? Uh, they were they were streaming it because it's so consumer focused. They don't usually stream these. Okay. Um, to yeah, everyone at least. Yeah, because you, you started you started telling me uh, like you you texted me at one point that what uh what Bob Iger was wearing, which I really appreciate that because <laughs> you know I'm always trying to see if if Iger's fashion is on point, but then I. But then I'm like, wait, didn't he say this was an investor thing? That's usually a phone call. How does he know what Iger's wearing? Which yeah. just which disturbed me just a little bit until you told me it was being live streamed because So so the financials they they said multiple times before it started they will be reporting their financials in a few weeks. This was specifically for a streaming service. Uh and it, there was just a lot of at the beginning, at least, there was a lot of like, you know, here's how we're going to make money. Um, here's how we're going to create revenue. Here's how, you know, blah, blah, blah. Things that, that uh, investors want to know. Um, one thing I did think was interesting that they went over at the beginning is since the Fox deal closed, they are now a majority shareholder in Hulu. So Hulu is basically a Disney property now. They own oh, yeah. 60, They own 60% of Hulu. That was a that um, was a big that was actually a big push behind the Fox deal was getting yeah. the majority stake in Hulu. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. And they're trying to buy AT&T's 
stake because AT&T owns uh, Time Warner and Time Warner had a stake. And I think they're attempting to buy Time Warner stake too. Uh, so they're going to have even more. But they, they, the only thing they really talked about at the beginning that was interesting to me uh, was that he, the guy who is the president of streaming, whose name escapes me, um, he said that they would likely bundle Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and Hulu for a discounted rate, which I love. I mean, because Disney Plus, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to subscribe to Hulu. I already subscribe to, and if I can get all three of them for the price of two of them. Uh, I'll, I'll get ESPN plus. I don't really care about anything on there now, but maybe I will in the future. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like ESPN plus has had, and I, I do enjoy it's all cricket and UFC and I do enjoy watching sports. Um, the one thing that I will say is, you know, like if you're, if you, if you want to watch, uh, what was it that I wanted to watch on? There was one thing. Oh, Canadian football. (laughs) <laughs> and the only reason I care about Canadian football is there's a time when there's not American football and there is Canadian football and I just want some sort of football. And so I will watch Canadian football and it used to be on just the regular ESPN app and I would turn it on because it was better than not football. Uh, and then they they moved that to the Plus app and suddenly it wasn't available. But yeah, once that once you know it moved there, I didn't suddenly go, well, I've got to buy me an ESPN Plus subscription. I said, I can do without that, but I will agree that if they, if it was the same either way, and like you, I know I'm subscribing to the other two services. Um, yeah, I would take it, and I would probably get some use out of it. Yeah, at least for right now, ESPN Plus is pretty uh, uninteresting to me too. I would love if they could get baseball. Baseball would be a thing to to make me subscribe to ESPN Plus for a while. If they could get some sort of some sort of thing where. I could watch more more baseball games. That would be good. But MLB Network says not today. No. Yeah. Yeah. We have our own service you can subscribe to. Thank you very much. But so once they got through all that, uh, they had, you know, a guy from ESPN come up. They had a, the CEO of Hulu come up and do a little presentation. Uh, then they started talking about Disney Plus. And the Disney Plus presentation was like two hours long. So the first hour was everything else. And then, oh, so Disney bought a majority stake in BamTech, which is a streaming technology company who is actually behind MLB TV and HBO Go and uh, a, bunch of te- of, a bunch of companies. Um, and it's one, like MLB TV is one of the most solid streaming services you can get. Like they are famously just a solid streaming technology, like a a solid streaming company. And HBO Go runs on the back of MLB TV's uh, technology. And apparently Disney bought a stake in BamTech, which is who provides that technology, and has now changed the name to Disney Streaming Services. So they didn't... As far as I can tell, they're not like taking that away from MLB and HBO and stuff, but no, but they'll gladly they'll gladly collect some license, money based yeah. off of it. And and they've changed the name to Disney Streaming Services, so they're going to have a a the technology from a historically very good company. Well, uh, and this is also this. the company who is behind. Uh, they were they were behind the rewrite of or the revamp of a lot of the espn stuff mm-hmm. and the espn stuff because i remember when the when the bam tech stuff happened 
the ESPN stuff got significantly uh, better. I felt like anyway, as far as like reliability and yeah, you know, their compression you, you, is very good. Yeah, you weren't having to deal with all the buffering, and they they seem to be able to handle even like big events suddenly much more smoothly than they had mm-hmm. been doing in the past. Not to say it's one hundred percent perfect. Nothing. Nothing right. is, but yeah, sometimes it, the Game of Thrones premiere brings HBO Go down. Right, right, and but unsur- unsurprisingly so. But they can handle it a lot better than they could without. I at least I think without this service uh, yeah. backing them up. So yes, that that was a a good purchase. So I guess now that they're renaming it, they're they're saying this is ours now. Yeah, and and it's not even their company. They didn't buy the company. They just own a, a majority stake in it, which is hilarious to me. They did say that all of the content will be available in 4K. So for Disney Plus, so every everything that that's on there will be available in 4K. Which so you're is telling crazy. me I need to upgrade both my my streaming device and yeah. my television and your TV, because, yeah, because I still have a, an old school 1080, old school, old school, yeah, old school 1080p TV, old. Yeah. Yes. Um so but anyway, um so there wasn't a lot that was surprising content wise. The basically most of Disney's content will be available day one. Like Disney's studio stuff, their live action and animated films, most of it will be available on the service day one. And then the majority of it, almost all of it will be available uh through the first year. So they're they're definitely getting, you know, all of that on there as quickly as they can. Uh, and one thing that they made sure to repeat over and over and over again is the content is permanently available. So there is no more vault. If a, if a movie goes on, you know, say Aladdin is on the Disney is on Disney Plus, uh, it will be there permanently. Uh, they won't take it away to, you know, because at this point there's no reason to manufacture scarcity it's a digital file uh pixars all of their shorts will be on their day one and then all of their films i think they said 18 films will be available day one and then the entire pixar collection will be available through the first year so a lot of their presentation was talking broadly about the first year of this service uh, and not necessarily what's available day and date uh, they did say that Disney movies, and th- and I mean when I say Disney, I'm uh, in in this kind of explanation. I'm talking about Disney as in Disney, Disney Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm talking about all of it. They said that uh, most things will be on Disney Plus day and date with the digital download. So whenever it hits iTunes, it's going to hit Disney Plus. So there's not even not even a well if you really want to watch it when it first comes out you're you're still going to have to pay but if you're willing to wait a month or 3 there which is, is which is normally the case right then there's no 30 day it. waiting period it'll be it'll be day and date with digital which is usually before the disc usually digital gets it a week or two before the disc release So uh, here's what I want to know Jeremy I want to know why you are burying the lead, my friend. I'm going to, the lead goes at the end, okay. Brad. Okay. I'm not burying it. I just You're... want to get through, I want to get through what all they said, because I think, I, th- I think it's generally, you know, what we thought. There's going to be a ton of Disney Plus exclusive stuff. Uh, there's a live action Star Wars 
show they talked about um there's a high it's something called high school musical the musical i don't understand what that is um i'm not really the target demo for that is this like the thing where they do the you know like live musicals on on abc or fox or whatever they're actually going to do the musical of the movie musical high school is it going to be the high school musical 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 i guess so i guess every year they'll just make a new one and add the word the musical again and it becomes just a bit more meta. I could, yeah. I could get down with something like that. They, there are going to be MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe series. Uh, so they basic, announced. basically, everything left Netflix, and you're suddenly right. going to see all the all that yes. stuff show up. Absolutely over here. They, they and they did say this is going to be the sole home of all this stuff. So, but one of them they announced was uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So there's going to be a Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie. A show that is that is them. Uh, there's going to be a show about Loki, and Tom Hiddleston will come back and reprise his role as Loki. So they're go- they're doing a lot of of stuff, and they promised that all of these shows and movies that are Disney Plus exclusive will retain the same quality and the same quality of of uh, actor. Also, so that all seemed really cool. It really. It really does feel like this is going to be big. Like the way that they were talking it up, if they if they can deliver even half of what they said, they would deliver. Uh, this is going to be a really a really 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 good thing. If you're if you're a huge Disney fan, yeah. Which congratulations, you're listening to a Disney podcast. Right, you probably are. And so they they did say you know obviously they were going to synergize. Uh, in the parks and resorts, characters from Disney Plus shows will be in Disney parks. Duh. They had John Favreau on the stage to talk about Lion King. And he was talking about how when they shot Jungle Book, they did a lot of mocap. So a lot of people with the ping pong balls on them. Right. Uh, and you shoot them and then, you know, paint the characters on over their mocap. What, how they did Lion King is they built the environments in VR and basically built the entire movie in virtual reality. So there was no there was no mocap. There all of these animals and environments and everything were built in VR. And then the and so they had 3D environments they could, you know, track through and uh basically they made a virtual camera in a virtual reality space. And shot the film that way. And it was just blowing my mind that basically this live action style movie was shot totally in VR. Was basically just a big a big virtual yeah. thing. It's crazy. Which means which means coming in twenty twenty two uh to the uh what is the name of that place? The Abyss or something? What what the, the void. new place? There you go. The void. <laughs> Uh, I think the abyss was like a show or something. anyway. Uh, coming in 2022 to the void, the Lion King experience, where because I mean, why you've got all those files and everything available? Why right. wouldn't you suddenly let people why not? experience that that virtual? I I believe in the Disney synergy that's going to allow something like that to happen. Right. So all of that was amazing. They had you know obviously Kathleen Kennedy from Lucasfilm and. Uh, Kevin Feige from Marvel was there. Like ev- everybody was there to talk about this this streaming service. And then they got to the end, and they announced when it would be available, 
and the price. And so they said it will be available November 12th, 2019, which, you know, it's very close, the, very close to my birthday for anybody who's looking <laughs> for a birthday present for me. It's far, it's, you know, it's what, seven months from now. Uh, so yeah, but how, it, but we've, we've been hearing about this forever. I'm excited right. that we actually now know it's going to happen. Right. And then he announced the price. And my expectation, I, I told Claire while we were watching, if it's less than $15 a month, if it's $15 or less a month, um, you know, it, it feels like a no-brainer. And she agreed. And I, you know, I said, I feel like it's going to be 10 to $12 a month, which yeah, I feels was expecting, fair. I was expecting $10 because they said under, they said less than what Netflix's costs. And then Netflix's price went up, and Netflix I think right. is at twelve ninety nine right now. So it's yep. like they can get ten, and they can say, "Well, we're under what net, you know, or heck, ten. They could even say twelve, or, you know, at eleven ninety nine, and say we're mm -hmm. under what Netflix costs." And that's where I expected it to be was somewhere in that range. And with yeah. all this content, it would be totally worth it. For twelve dollars a month, it would still be a no brainer for me. But the price is six ninety nine a month, or you can save some and buy it for a year for sixty nine ninety nine. So we're we're talking seven dollars a month or seventy dollars a year. Basically, which, you get two months for free if you want to pay for a year in advance. Right, which is mind blowing. I can't. I cannot believe how cheap this is. And they're going to make it up in volume because again, this is going to be the sole home for all of this stuff. Um, they're they're pulling all of their content off of Netflix and it's all coming into Disney plus, but wow, for seven bucks a month, you basically have unlimited access to everything Disney owns and Disney now owns national geographic. They did do a lot of a lot of the presentation was talking about national geographic, which since the Fox deal closed, they now own national geographic. So there's a ton of documentaries and stuff like that. Um, I care a little less about that right now. Uh, when the when the stuff starts rolling in, when the service is available and I can watch it, I might you know come around. But I just don't know anything about it right now. But for everything you get for seven bucks a month, it's crazy. And I'm like, it's seven. It's seven bucks a month for the first year. <coughs> I, I I I fully expect a, a little bit of that Netflix creep. To, to get in here before too long because that just it feels like too good of a deal to me anyway yeah I, it, it does feel like too good of a deal but I'm, i mean again even at even at 12 dollars a month i would i would be happy if i could do 12 bucks a month or 120 bucks a year i'd be fine with that and and i don't know if i would be long term if it was just access to all of the movies as much as i love all of the movies i don't know that i would use it enough to make it worth that. But when you add in all of the, the, you know, uh, what basically serialized stuff that they're going to be adding mm -hmm. on top of that, then, yeah, I mean, I'm totally on board. Probably what's going to happen is, you know, I'm going to do what everybody else is doing and I'm going to drop Netflix and pick this up for a while. And then maybe after I've watched everything I want to watch, I'll drop this for a month and pick up Net, though I don't know. I mean, at seventy dollars for a year, why wouldn't I just go ahead and sign up for a whole year? Yeah, I think they they did the calculation on stage, and seventy dollars a year is like five eighty three a month. So six bucks a month, 
you get access to not only all the existing Disney stuff, but new Disney stuff. And and all of their original content, their shows, their uh you know, their original movies. Like Lady and the Tramp is not coming out in theaters. The live action remake of Lady and the Tramp. It's Disney Plus exclusive. So you're even getting some feature films that are, are exclusive to the streaming service. So here's the thing, Jeremy. I feel like when I said you were burying the lead, you thought I was talking about the price. I absolutely did. I'm talking about in the most, my mind is blown, shattered, laying on the floor below me. The one thing that I did not expect to come to Disney Plus, and I'm still a little bit weirded out about it being on Disney Plus. The Simpsons are coming to Disney oh. Plus. <laughs> you will be able to watch The Simpsons on Disney. Like, how does that not just totally? And the the video that they did for that was, was awesome. Amazing! It was amazing. Was I? And, and we will we will put the put the link in the show notes to uh, Disney. Disney actually tweeted it out as well. Um, just hilarious. But that you know we're not even seeing like it's not just the Disney stuff that's coming. They even they're like, hey, we've got some animated stuff that you know belongs to us now. So we're even going to throw that on Disney mm-hmm. Plus. I I would not have been you know if if they said. You know, The Simpsons is coming back to Hulu. I think it was on there for a while, and then it was on FX, FXX. It's been all over the place. Uh, but to see that coming to Disney Plus, is that not just a little like off to you? I, think, I know. I think it's awesome. I, oh no, no, no! I'm not. I'm not upset about it. But it's just. I like, was. I, I was really surprised. Out, I was really surprised when they showed that video because I. It's you know this Fox deal. So much stuff is Fox. You know, and I was, it just didn't, it really didn't compute in my head that, that the Simpsons was a Disney property now and for them to lean into it, the video has Darth Vader and everyone's wearing Mickey ears and they're kind of making fun of the fact that they're now owned by Disney and it was, yeah, it was, it was great, but that is a pretty big get, you know, 30 seasons of the Simpsons is all going to be available for for you to watch. The only thing that was weird to me was throughout the whole presentation, they pushed that Disney Plus is the spot where all of the family-friendly programming would be. And then they're going then Hulu is the place, you know, and they didn't say this, but Hulu's the place where all the adult ish, you know, the the stuff more for adults would go. Stuff like, you know, the Fox they're Fox properties. Disney owns Miramax. So you're so, so you're saying that I can't, I shouldn't expect Sons of Anarchy to show up right. on Disney Plus, right? Or you know, all of Quentin Tarantino's films, who which are Miramax films, probably won't be there. But um, yeah, it it it's just it's so crazy that Disney now owns The Simpsons, and then they were like, yeah, pull it off of FXX. We'll put that on there too. Yeah, or you know. Malcolm in the Middle is coming to Disney Plus. Yeah. Like there's just there's <laughs> they all highlighted this, it too. Yeah, there's all this stuff that's coming to Disney Plus that I'm just that's not Disney. That doesn't show up on Disney, but it does now, and that's awesome. More and more stuff for us to to watch, and more it was, and more content it, is available. It was interesting to me, speaking of Fox, to hear Bob Iger at the beginning of the presentation. 
be very candid, like about, you know, we have last time we, or we haven't, you know, gotten together and spoken to our investors since the Fox deal closed. And it's just like, I don't know. I don't feel like people use that kind of language in, in keynotes very much. You know, you don't really talk about how you're wheeling and dealing as a company uh, when you're talking to your customers, but when you're talking to your shareholders, of course, you know, you want to, you, you can be a little more, I don't know, blunt with what you say, but it was, it was kind of weird to hear Bob Iger talking about how, you know, lucrative the Fox deal is and how, you know, how, and then hear everybody else talking about how they're going to use that to drive, drive revenue and create, you know, more and more, uh, more and more places to, to get people's money. Um, well, you know, a- again, investor, investor meeting mm-hmm. and, you know, they're like, Hey, look, we fought, we pulled off the Fox deal. We're still in the, we're still in the black. Uh, if, if Iger didn't show up with a, you know, with one of those money guns and start blasting the first yeah. three rows, anything less than that was, you know, still him being pretty modest. So. Yeah. I don't know. Overall, I think it was a, it was okay. It was so long. Again, it was three hours long. Um, and I watched all of it. But you're about to excited. waste so many more. Yeah. Come November 12th. So yeah. many more hours. And I'm, I'm in take my money mode right now. Uh, because that is, that's such a, a low price. It's a no brainer for, for me that we're gonna, we're gonna subscribe. And I assure you that while our daughter is awake, that our TV will pretty much always be on that. Cause she already loves Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and Vampirina and stuff like that. So, and she's not even too. Just made it just made it even easier for you to make yep. sure that you got plenty of content that she's going to be happy with. Yep. And no ads. Uh, I did mean to say that in, in case it wasn't a given. You know, Hulu is well, eight bucks a Hulu's, month. And, I was about to say, Hulu comes with ads for the... Yeah, yeah. Is it eight right now? I forget. Yeah. It's eight bucks for ads, 13 for no ads. But Disney Plus is seven bucks a month, no ads at all. So Crazy. Just pretty good, man. Crazy, the deal that you're getting. Yeah. Sorry for the extra long episode, but uh, that, that, you know, the investor day being today and them doing that today felt, you know, felt like we should talk about it, especially because it's a lot. It's a lot. All of Star Wars is on there, too. I forgot to mention that. All of the Star Wars movies and episode nine will be on there uh, as soon as it's out of theaters. So they are not messing around with adding content, which I'm all over. So I think it's pretty cool. Uh, I think it's a step in the right direction for Disney and it makes sense. I mean, they've got, they own enough companies and they've got enough content to sustain a streaming service with no help from anybody else. So overall, I think it's really good. And that presentation was long, but it was very informative and, um, it was good. And Jeremy gives it two thumbs up. Two solid thumbs up. But I think that'll do it for this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash MTM Podcast. You can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, have a magical day. Bye.